May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God our Father, through his Son, his only Son, our great treasure. Amen. How high can you count? This isn't just a question for the kids out here, because it kind of takes me back to think of that time when there weren't calculators and computers. I didn't use an abacus, but you never know. Um, Before Hewlett-Packard and Texas Instruments started to give us these things, when our watches only had round uh, dials on them and our phones were on the wall, really hard to use for your math problems there. How high can you count? Maybe the children out here have mastered a hundred or even a thousand. Can you count up to a hundred thousand, to a million, to a billion, to a trillion? What about up to one? May the Holy Spirit give us attentive ears and expectant hearts this morning that we ponder the Word of God and hear the good news with this theme, One God, one mediator, one ransom. People God dearly loves. I'll point out that we have the Apostle Paul's two epistles to Timothy before us for five weeks of this Pentecost season. Last Sunday, for those of you who were present here at Crown of Life, and I wasn't, you heard this verse from 1 Timothy 1, a scripture of Paul to young Pastor Timothy, when he said, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Because that saying is trustworthy and to be fully accepted by God's people, it's echoed by Paul in today's reading. He begins by urging prayers, interceding for political rulers, asking, supplicating is the big word, asking for specific blessings for them, and yes, even thanking God for kings and all those in high positions, even the pagan Roman emperor. Then, by the Holy Spirit's inspiration, the Apostle tells us why. So that the followers of Christ can lead normal, quiet, peaceful lives. And our vocations will be seen by others, by non-Christians, as godly and dignified. This is two-kingdom stuff. We who are citizens of God's right-hand kingdom of grace also live in his left-hand kingdom of power and status. And our identity as redeemed men and women and youth and children is reflected in our identity as citizens of San Antonio or Cibolo or New Braunfels or Bolverde and also as citizens of the Lone Star State and, yes, as citizens of the U.S. of A. These prayers for those in authority, whether or not the world will hear them outside of these stone walls because they will be spoken later today, this pleases God because he desires all people to be saved. He wants all people to know the truth 
this truth, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, which takes us to the verse and a half I want to focus on today. Missionary Pastor Paul writes another trustworthy to be fully accepted statement in verse 5 and at the beginning of verse verse 6. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. With one as our theme, I'm going to place before you another sample of scripture. This one is from Paul's letter to the believers in Ephesus. Here is what the apostle wrote to our brothers and sisters in Christ nearly 2,000 years ago. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One and the same Holy Spirit breathes faith into our hearts, which makes us part of one body, one and the same church. I'm going to talk about a different church in a little while. We have one hope, one and the same trust in all that God has yet to do for his children. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, which means that Christians of every place and of every time and of every language have one and the same faith in one and the same Lord whose saving work is given to us in the one and the same pouring of water and speaking of the triune name. Which takes us back to the word of God before us this morning. This past Thursday, some of you know this already, Connie and I and eight other members of our Crown of Life family, along with 28 more in our tour group, had seats surrounded by almost 5,000 people at the Passion Play in Oberammergau, Germany. This play, depicting Holy Week through the first Easter, was first presented in 1634 because of a vow made by the people of this Bavarian village to thank God for sparing them any further deaths from the Black Plague. It was presented, it is presented every 10 years, but was postponed in 2020 because of COVID. Oberammergau was and still is a very Roman Catholic town in a very Roman Catholic region. Two years before each decade's Passion Play, a mass is celebrated and the original 1633 vow is repeated. Then the cast members are announced to both elation and disappointment. Originally, only Roman Catholics and a token few Protestants were in the cast. Now, reflecting a more tolerant postmodern age, the rule has changed. Now you can be a Jew or a Muslim or an atheist and still present the story of Christ's suffering and death and resurrection. Now my hope is that some of those who do so, God uses that message in 110 performances to bring them to faith. But if any of those can be involved, what does it say about one God? It really means this, choose your own God, 
small g, choose your gods or choose no god. But that's not what God says in his word. There is one God, one God with a capital G. He is eternal, he is three and yet one, and he is active, he works, he does all the work, he creates, he cares, he provides, he redeems, he saves, he sanctifies. Martin Luther knew about this God, but he didn't know this God correctly. You see, Luther was afraid of God in his younger years. He thought God was, an, was angry at him. He thought that he had to make himself worthy of God's love, that righteousness was demanded by God. There is one God, and there is one mediator between God and humankind. Now, we think of a mediator as a negotiator. He says to one party, what are you willing to concede? Then he goes to the other side and he asks them, how much are you able to compromise? When all the discussion is done, the two might shake hands and walk away, but neither one is really satisfied. This God-sent mediator brings two opposing sides together, the holy God and sinners. Jesus is that one and only mediator between broken, fallen, rebellious, angry, hateful, dying sinners and a merciful, gracious, and loving God. And the mediator doesn't just talk, he acts. Jesus hangs on the cross between two criminals. He hangs on the cross between you on one side and between me on the other side. Now you know this, a ransom is for a captive. A child is kidnapped and hidden in a cave or that story that was told us again that happened so long ago in, in a buried school bus. Desperate parents wait to hear something. Finally, a demand is made. Money must be paid. Then the captive person or persons will be set free. But that's not the way of salvation. That's not what Scripture reveals. That's not the gospel. That's not what Jesus came to be and to do. It's not we who have this debt of 100 barrels of oil or 100 bushels of wheat, and we have to somehow repay it. For our Lord Jesus turns today's parable of the shrewd manager upside down. How much do you owe? How high can you count? It's more than you and I could ever pay. But the holy and precious and innocent and cleansing blood of Jesus pays the price for every sin and for every sinner. This one mediator becomes the one ransom for the cross, the holy cross, is proof of a God-sent mediator and of a God-worked ransom. Last Sunday morning, our group worshiped at Dreieinigkeitskirche, Trinity Lutheran Church in Southwest Berlin. 
we were surrounded by a handful of Germans, mostly older people, but by many young men, mostly from Iran and Afghanistan. They were raised under Islam, and they thought the way young Luther thought, because Islam teaches that you have to do your way to paradise. No one mediates. You do the work. It's law and law and more law on top of that. But these young men have heard and believed the good news, just as you and I have. And watching and listening to them sing one of their hymns in Farsi as the Lord's Supper was shared was a glimpse of heaven on earth. What is the good news? The one God, eternal and active, knows you and he still loves you. The Father loves so much that he gives his only Son to be the one mediator and the one ransom. Sinners are forgiven by the sacrifice, sacrifice of Jesus. We are declared righteous and given life that will never end. How high do you have to count? Only to one, one God one mediator, one ransom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.